0: Welcome to another podcast from Fire Church Ministries. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Daniel Hagen. Thanks guys. That's really nice, but I totally agree. Honour for one another, esteeming one another. That's evidence or fruit of humility. And The Bible says that God gives grace to the humble, and we know it's also the fruit of unity as well. And we know that God commands a blessing when the brethren dwell together in unity. So they're all keys to, uh, and, and, and those things attract heaven. And, uh, and so let's keep on that kingdom journey, creating kingdom culture of honor and humility for one another. Amen. Glory to God. Ah, let's stand again and let's honor the King of Kings. He's the head of the church. Let's just give a big cheer. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we adore you. Jesus, we love you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We honor you in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Grab your seats. We've had an amazing September, super September, with a number of guest ministers, and it's been wonderful. This morning's service We're more gonna be focusing on what's happening in-house and celebrating some in-house, some of our family. We've got some certificates to give out today for baptisms. I just wanna make a a very special mention uh, to a number of people this morning, but uh, before we do that, and we've got a baby dedication, by the way, today. So, or a child dedication, I should say. So, looking for welcome to any family members that might be here for the first time to celebrate children being dedicated unto the Lord today, which is fantastic. Uh, now, we have had something like over 40 people that have successfully completed the Living Free. They graduated the Living Free uh, course, and there were so many people that graduated that we didn't have enough time to be able to, it would have taken nearly the whole service to give out the certificate. So they're going to have their own special presentation, but I would love to ask if we could just give a big cheer to all those that have completed Living Free and also to our wonderful leaders that have worked so hard to see that great result. So well done. You know, I was sitting back. a few little tears just starting to roll down the, you know, know, a bit of a well up while we are singing that song about, you're never going to let, never going to let me down. One of the reasons was because I was standing there and about three or four people just, they came to me and just, they were bursting. They had to tell me prophecies and good news and testimonies. And I feel like I have such a great job. And a lot of my job these days is just hearing all the great reports about, phenomenal things that are happening on the streets, in our house, in other nations, and I think I could fill this whole service with testimonies of the great things that God is doing amongst us. Uh, One of the reasons I was welling up a little bit, because the very two people that were standing next to me uh, had been healed of cancer, had cancer scares. One was Kieran, and it was more than a scare. In fact, they, in Kieran's particular case, uh, 12 legions, uh, the doctors said it was a terminal case and they could only give him medication to try and prolong his life. But there was nothing they could do. But Jesus can do stuff because he's the best doctor. So I'm standing there just looking at those lyrics and hearing everyone sing. You're never going to let, never going to let me down. Maybe if you knew when you heard Jada sharing you know her story about her son not being afraid of any potential diagnosis you'll know why we're not crazy it's because we see Jesus do it time and time and time again Amen Lynette another beautiful lady in our family she said last week there were three markers found doctors were talking about what they were going to do removing certain organs and there it was a very serious scare and our prayer team got onto it a number of people were praying and they went and checked her again uh, just recently after the first report and there is no sign now no sign of cancer but not only that they said that the gravel uh, that's in your organs due to your age it's they said it's like it's been swept clean and they said it's like you got brand new organs swept clean And all of her organs are functioning the way they should be. And uh, she's been healed as well. And as she's telling me this, we're all just declaring, You're never going to let, never going to let me down. It's true. And I want to, we're going to pray for people today. If you've got, maybe you've had a recent uh, report that's not good from doctors or whatever it may be. Maybe it's in the financial realm. Whatever it be, there might be some sort of stress that's on you or on your family. We want to pray for you today because we don't just sing, you're never going to let me down. We know it's truth and we see the power of God move and the love of God move day after day, week after week because it's the truth. Jesus is alive. He's not dead. Amen. He's alive and he brings life and life more abundantly. Glory to God. You guys are very quiet considering what I just said. You're either in awe or shock. (laughs) Because I certainly know you're not, you know, we will never lose our wonder, right? And I know it happens all the time, but it's, we'll we'll never stop being in awe of God. You know, that's the beginning of wisdom, actually, is to be in awe of God. The fear of the Lord is the awe of God. We're in awe of Him. So, uh, Friday night, I get a text message from... Greg, who was a part of our outreach team, I think Greg and Jay were out and about with a number of people on the streets of Frankston. And they sent me a photo of this girl that had got saved. She was saved out of the Gothic scene. She had like satanic, she would wear satanic symbols and things. And the reason he sent me a photo was because we ran into this same girl a year ago and she got rocked by the love of God through signs and wonders. So, uh, a number of prophetic words and also words of knowledge that just blew her mind, and she was weeping and allowed us to pray for her. But she wasn't quite ready to be born again, and she wasn't quite ready to be a Christian. And so we just we we planted that seed and we let it go. A year later, the street team runs into her again, and from what Greg said, she was just so ripe and ready. And they shared the gospel with her. They shared how you can be saved. And this time, she received the word. She got born again. And she was hanging out. She went, even went back to McDonald's where they meet at the end and hanging out with the team. And it reminded me of that scripture where it says, One plants, another waters, but God brings increase. So let's not stop sharing Jesus wherever we go. Because God's doing great things. Amen. We plant, and He waters. Now, before I give out the baptism certificates, I've got more good news. Man, there's just so many things happening at the moment, so many testimonies, so many testimonies. Who remembers a lady from uh, from Thailand that was baptized? We had a special baptism service for her. A couple of weeks earlier, she got rocked by the power of God. I, re- I remember I was standing about here, and I just, as she come up, Uh, For the altar call, and I remember just preaching, uh, almost like preaching at her, and I could just feel the words of God going into her heart. I didn't realize she couldn't actually understand what I was saying because she doesn't speak English, but it looked like she could understand because she began to shake, and then she hit the deck, and that just showed me that it's not the the word of God is so powerful that even if she doesn't mentally understand what the words are, it goes into the core of our being and the the language of love trumps anything and the Holy Spirit just moved over and she got radically saved. Who remembers that? And then a few weeks later, we had a special baptism service for her. Now, a beautiful lady named Ty, who's a part of our family. Is Ty here this morning? There she is. Let's give Ty a round of applause and her family. She gave us some more good news and I'd love to share. Maddie, do we have that uh, photo? Oh, maybe we can just start with the photo. So you've got to excuse my ability with names, but what's her nickname again? Oh, So R's on the left. This is her family. Now her family doesn't go to church, but there they are standing in a church. One of the reasons is because R called Tai and said, I want to pray for my stepdad. Her stepdad 12 years ago had been in a serious car accident and had brain surgery. As a result, sadly, of the brain surgery and the accident, he had no feeling on, I think the right side of his body. Couldn't move his arm, couldn't move his leg and couldn't walk. Now, (laughs) glory to God. So, or a brand new Christian, just baptized, goes back to her village and, and hears about miracles, rings Ty and says, can, can we pray for my stepdad to be healed? Ty says, lay your hands on him. She prays with R over the phone. And you know how the story goes, right? So, in a 12 years... And so they filmed it on the phone. Do we have that ready, Maddie? It's just raw. It only goes for about two seconds, but you can see he uh, stepped down for the first time. He's able to move his arm and move his leg. After 12 years, could, had no feeling on the right side of his body and walking there without assistance. Now, as a result of that miracle, the reason you see the whole family standing in church is because the whole family saw what God did in that miracle and they all went to church that next Sunday. Isn't that beautiful? And now in a few weeks, we send a team to Thailand and what great timing to be able to go and preach the gospel, share with the school there and then they're actually going to go visit the village and just continue to sow into those people there and we're believing for like what Paul said, about the woman at the well. One woman gets radically saved, goes back to a village, and the whole village gets saved. That's what we're believing for. Amen? So glory to God. How can you not believe in God? For real. I mean, if if nature and creation itself is not enough for you, then just hang around a little bit longer because there is just so many things going on. And uh, if you don't know God and you're here, you're in the right place. We can introduce you to Jesus, man. He's so good, and, and we, we will. We will. Just wait a little bit longer, and uh, you, you'll be able to meet him for yourself. Jesus is king. Amen? All right, so I'm not sure if we have everybody here. A number of people were a part of our uh, Bunyip campus, but if you are here, we're going to cheer you whether you're here or not, but we want you to come up and grab your certificate. These are all the people that were baptized Recently, and we have a beautiful certificate for you. Are you ready? Caleb O'Shea. Is Caleb here? Come on up, champion. Well done. Glory to God, mate. I love that name. Caleb had a different spirit, and I believe we're actually in the generation of, he's raising up people like Joshua and Caleb that aren't going to believe the, the general report of the people, but we're going to believe God's report. It doesn't matter how big the giant is, we're going to take it on and, and see Jesus move greatly in our nation. And uh, you're a part of that next generation, man. Isn't that exciting? Glory to God. Let's give him a big cheer. what well on, buddy. Knuckles. Wow. Yeah, you can go down. Yeah. Bradley Dixon, if you are here, I know uh, he's a part of our Gippsland campus. Christine. Manoni, I hope I pronounced that right. Christine, if you're here. Rachel, if you're here. Abigail. Victoria Pierce. Here we go, Victoria. Victoria is also involved in our dedication shortly as well. What a great family. These guys are from Tasmania. They've moved all the way from Tasmania to join us and our family here. God bless you. Let's give her another big cheer as she heads off. Robin. I'm sure I saw Robin here earlier. Here's Robin. Let's give her a big round of applause. Robin's a part of our Supernatural School. She's doing some intern work for us as well. So there you go. Let's give her a big round of applause. Natalie. Is Natalie here? Let's give her a round of applause. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. God bless you. Let's give her another cheer. She heads back. James. Now, I'm going to ask you to pronounce your surname, but I love the first part of it. You, you, the second, so James, and the first part of his surname is Christ. Isn't that awesome? How do you pronounce your name, bro? Christodoulou. Christodoulou. That's awesome. It probably means something. It, in Cypriot, it's Christodoulou. Um, thulu means work, so it's kind of like Christ worker. or Christ worker. That's his surname. <laughs> Woo! And James is one of the apostles as well. So may You've been named and marked, man, even before the foundation of the world. God knew you even before you were formed and has a great plan for your life, man. He even looks like one of the apostles. Come on, bro. Woo! Another special moment, man. Another special. I remember watching him get born again. uh, Man, we... This is so beautiful, isn't it? Man, what a life we get to live watching God just absolutely change and transform people's lives. Kaylin Vincent, if you're here. Paul Baker. Let's give Paul a round of applause as he comes up. <laughs> Glory to God. Come on up, champion. Give a few high fives as he comes up, that's the way. I've seen a lot of people get baptized, and and uh, when I come to see uh, the bait of Satan that Thursday night, I sat on the back row up there, and um, uh, a lot of my friends said, "Come down the front," and I thought, when I've seen it, I thought it's time to get baptized, and and it's been a bit of a journey. That I thought baptism was never much in my life, but to follow God was it's a, a big part. And I, you know, I got a lot of support, like Rebecca and Bruce and, and John Boy, which is not here today. You know, this is a good church. You've got good for, uh, leaders. Glory to God. So, Paul, you reckon anyone that hasn't been baptized needs to get baptized, right? They need to get saved too, yeah? He's already preaching. Come on. Glory to God. He even loves the Collingwood supporters. (laughs) Glory to God. You're a good man. All right. Bruce, affectionately known as Bruiser. Bruce Campbell, come on up. Let's give him a big cheer. Awesome. Let's give him another cheer as he heads off. And Jay, who is, I think, not here today. So praise God. One more big cheer for everyone that was baptized. Glory to God. All right. Let's go to Matthew chapter 19. Nice strumming from Trevor. Beautiful. Ah, so sweet. I love it. All right, Matthew cool. chapter 19. We're going to go verse 13 and verse 14. In the previous verses, Jesus is having a very important conversation with church leaders on doctrinal issues, on the topic of marriage, and very, very important amongst important people. And, uh, and then we cut into verse 13. And it said, Then little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. So picture that again. Jesus is having very important conversations and answering very difficult questions. He's got church, major church leaders in some ways trying to set him up, the Pharisees. And so he's trying to remain composed and give a great answer and, you know, very important things happening. And then all of a sudden these children, people bring children to Jesus, you know, to try and you know, almost break up this very important meeting. And the disciples had said here in verse 13, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them. I they thought, they, Jesus cannot be distracted right now with these children. Put them aside. Because, you know, this is very important, what's happening here right now. Verse 14, let's see what the heart of God is on this matter for children. And remember, if Jesus has this heart for children, then we know God has this heart for children. Why? Well, Jesus is God. But also because when Jesus walked the earth, it said that, uh, the Bible says that Jesus is the express image or the perfect representation of God the Father. So in other words, it's perfect theology. So whatever Jesus, however He handled things, that's the way God thinks. Whatever He said, I do whatever I see the Father doing. So this is how the father thinks in, in regards to children, okay? Verse 14, are you ready? Jesus said, let the little children come to me. So the disciples rebuked those that brought the children forward, thinking this is way too important for the children to be involved. And Jesus said, let them come to me. And in fact, in Mark's account, which we're not going to go there for time's sake, but it actually said gave a little bit more detail and it said that Jesus was really disappointed with the response of the disciples in rebuking those that brought the children forward. So he was very, it said he's very displeased at that response from his disciples. And he said, no, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Verse 15, when he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. So praise God for these parents in the midst of this very important meeting with, uh, you know, key leaders, the Pharisees amongst the the Jewish church at the time. These parents had a heart to say, I need to get my children to Jesus. I just need to get my children prayed for by Jesus because they loved their children. They dedicated uh, their life to training up their children in the ways of God. And Jesus, even though the disciples thought, "Hang on, that's not the right time," Jesus said, "No, bring them to me." There's nothing more important, in other words, than training up your children in the ways of God. We've just been learning that recently, and not so much, maybe not so much learning it, but just reinforcing it, reiterating the the truth that uh, family comes before ministry. I want to encourage you guys that family comes before business. Family comes before ministry. Family comes before everything else by God. And we need to remember that, particularly when it comes to our children and training up our children in the ways of God. Now, I'm a dad, and so I know how it can be sometimes. I have three little children that really keep, our, keep us on our toes. My oldest uh, stepson, Reese, he's, he's pretty mellow these days, so he's cool. He still lives at home, but our three little ones man, they are just kind of finding their feet and, and learning how to test the boundaries. And in fact, today, I was running late for our pre-service meeting at 9.35 because my son Caleb had a motorcycle helmet on and he loved it so much because Pop came around yesterday and gave him a motorcycle helmet, one of those big ones. Remember that Pop yesterday, that, that bike helmet? Well, Caleb didn't, he wanted to bring it to church. So he's wearing it in the car and we get him out of the car and he didn't want to take it off and he's fighting me to take the helmet off and I'm like, ah, I'm running late. I can't get the bike helmet and I'm having visions of him headbutting kids as he goes up the stairs with this bike helmet and I'm like, ah. And by the way, my wife Chelsea sends her love. She's preaching at a church in Lang Warren at his church, uh, which is recently where Mark was shared his testimony and i think that was around a month ago two people got saved a month ago through mark sharing his testimony and the church reported that they haven't seen a soul saved for 10 years and they were so excited for the first time a month ago uh, they saw two people saved and so now they've asked chelsea to come in and share on the holy spirit because they want the holy spirit and so go the peninsula. So we're supporting and helping other churches in the peninsula. So anyway, she sends a love. So I say that for two reasons. Another reason is that I had the three on my own and, and I, I know how tough it can be for parents and the temptation to say, ah, just I need to get this done. This is so important, this meeting that I'm gonna to get to. I've gotta be on the stage. I've gotta be ready to preach. I've gotta do all these things and children, you need to just go aside. So I, can, I know the temptation and, but we can't be like that with our children, amen? They're more important than me standing right here and sharing whether it's to 300 people, 5,000 people, 10,000 people. Let the little children come unto me. And so it's a good thing I've been meditating on that scripture because it kind of helped me because then Caleb just grabbed a hold of my leg as well. And the two girls went up to be with Michelle, but Caleb didn't want to let go and he's crying and crying and, and he just wanted to be with dad. So, but eventually I got here, I got here for the meeting, but just a little bit late. But I understand, but we we always have to put our children first and one of the reasons that we have this dedication service which we're about to move into is to honor family and to give an opportunity for parents in front of us. It's a Christian tradition. You know, not all traditions are bad. This is a good tradition. It's a Protestant Christian tradition that's based on a prayer from the Old Testament from Hannah and so we are going to in a moment call the families to come forward and in front of us publicly very similar to the baptism service in that sense where it's a a public uh, announcement if you like that we're going to make Jesus Lord well this is a public announcement from parents in front of our wider family to say we are going to dedicate our children to the Lord our children are important to us and we're going to have this service dedicated towards them. So does that sound good? Yeah. That's the heart of God. And we can see that there in Matthew chapter 19, verse 13 and 14. So children are not a side note. Amen. They're the main thing. They're the next generation. And we're grateful for our, chil- uh, our children's church, actually. But I also want to say, too, that uh, raising up our children, it's great to have, you know, if they're in a Christian school or if you've got other people that are helping educate your children in the ways of God, Sunday school, different things, but nothing replaces the role of the parent. It's the prime role of the parent, not not the outside community. That can just be the, the icing on the cake, but as parents, it's our prime role to raise up our children in the ways of God. Amen? If you believe that, give us a shout. Glory. Glory to God. Okay, so now we're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 26. And as you're flipping there or pushing on your iPad or iPhone to get there, I just want to make note, and I, I did point this out in terms of bringing definition to what water baptism was. And in, the, in a similar way, I, I want to bring definition to what a baby dedication is because some of you may be familiar with the terminology of a christening. And the Roman Catholic Church or the Catholic Church in general and potentially some other uh, churches, more traditional churches, have got a practice that they term christening. Now, if you look at what a christening is, it's a sprinkling of water for an infant or they call it an infant baptism, although there's not a full immersion And they literally believe that when you sprinkle the water in this ceremony of infant baptism, that the original sin of Adam and Eve is removed from that child. Now, we wanna say as Protestants and this tradition of dedication, we we don't believe in that way because we don't see that in scripture. So when the children are coming up to be dedicated unto God, they're not being saved. Does that make sense? to be saved you need to be of the age of reason or or some term of the age of accountability where you come into an age where you have a full awareness your conscience is fully aware of right and wrong Uh, a lot of people say it's normally around the age of 13 where you start to come into that full awareness of what right and wrong is and we know that all children go to heaven So if a child dies before that age of accountability or age of awareness, they go to heaven. And that's very clear in scripture. But once you cross that age of accountability, it's then up to you to make that decision yourself. You can't rely on your parents' faith. You have to make that decision for yourself on whether or not you're gonna make Jesus Lord of your life. Okay, so this is not removing sin. This is not saying my child is now a Christian. This is saying as a parent, I am choosing to dedicate my child and to say that I'm going to train up my children in the ways of God in hope that when they're of that age of accountability and reason, that they'll make that decision themselves to follow Jesus all the days of their life. How many people know it's not going to be easy in this day and age for our children, particularly in the public school system, particularly with what's going on with same-sex marriage and what they're trying to introduce as, as normal crazy curriculum into our schools and there's just the world is just at our children non-stop particularly teenagers and many of them are at the crossroads on whether or not they're going to follow Jesus or not and that's why it's so important that and I encourage and I thank the families that are planted in the house of God because that'll help your children when they're at that age where they've got to make that decision for themselves the the way that you bring them up now will certainly help shape their choices later on so let's give a cheer to all the families that have started that journey of training their children up in the ways of God by the way a special shout out to my mum and dad speaking of great parents they're here today and my brother Tom's here today and it's their 40th anniversary today as well they were married 40 years ago so praise God I'm really grateful for a great example of a mum and dad that stays together through thick and thin covenant marriage covenant love and have been a great example and if it wasn't for their choices early on to follow Jesus and to get me in Sunday school I would not be standing here right now. So I thank God for that. In fact, when my mum was 18 and first pregnant, there was a serious medical scare and there was, wasn't a lot of hope for me to live in her womb. And as a secret Christian at the time, she, uh, for some of you may have heard me share the testimony, but when she was 15, received a gospel track in the letterbox. And she prayed that prayer. Her family wasn't Christian, so she kind of just kept it to herself, kept it secret. Three years later, she's in this position to say, man, I've got this baby in my womb. I don't know if I've had a miscarriage. It's a serious medical condition. The doctors don't know whether I'm going to survive or not. And this young lady, as three years earlier, prayed this prayer, asked Jesus into her life, is now at a point where she's like, God, if you're real. And she literally she said she drew a cross on her stomach laying there and said god if you'll allow my son to live i'll dedicate him to you and raise him up for you and so i believe that the man the prayer of a of a mum is so powerful and uh, i believe in in the power of prayer and i thank you for doing that and for praying for me even in that infant stage as an infant christian as a young lady dedicating her child to the lord so this is not a game this is life and death this is a big deal let the little children come unto me amen glory to god so we're excited for the families that are doing that today so where does the idea of dedication come from is it founded in scripture i have pointed out the fact that uh, that we believe and it's quite clear that christening although i love the heart behind it and i think it's great in terms of the heart, it's not found in Scripture, okay? And children are not saved because of a sprinkling of water. But the dedication is founded on 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 26. I asked you to turn there before. And so if you're ready to go, let's read it. And you can see what the baby dedication is based on scripturally. And it says this, and she said to him, as surely as you live, my Lord, I am the woman Who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed this for my child. And the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. Verse 28. So now I give him to the Lord. For his whole life he shall be given over to the Lord. And he worshiped the Lord there. Alright. So that's the scripture. I give him over to the Lord. God, I dedicate my child to you. So. Are you ready families are you ready let's do it let's cheer on our families they're going to be dedicating their children to God so I'd like to welcome up the parents Alex and Jess and little Declan Uh, the parents Gabrielle and Charity and their child Ezekiel Victoria and Russell, Pierce, and their three children, Oliver, Zara, Alyssa, and I love their middle names, the three children, their middle names are Faith, Hope, and Love, how cool, and Juliet Pringle as well, if you're here with William and, uh, sorry, the parents, William and Cara Lee Pringle, and your daughter, Juliet as well. So come on up. Can you guys see them okay? Feel free if there are family members and you want to take some photos of them all standing together at this point, you can. Now 1 Peter 5 verse 3 says, not lording it over those who entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Now, the immediate context here is talking to leaders and the flock being the church, but it's also relevant as leaders in your home to your flock, pastoring your children in your home. So it says not lording it over them, but uh, leading by example. That's the best way to parent our children is that they see by example, How we should live. Does that sound good? Psalm 127 3 says, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Amen? So, children are not a hindrance, although I was tempted to feel like that this morning. Children are a reward. Amen? They're a heritage. Uh, so children should never be seen as a hindrance, but rather a great reward from God. Children are a great blessing from heaven. All right, so what I'm going to do now is I've got some truths, that some declarations, and I'm going to read this out. And similar to, say, a wedding where we say, I do, it's like vows in that sense. So if you agree, and they're basically uh, vows or Declarations that are based on the teaching that I've just taught. So, if you're in agreement with that, all you need to do is a family together, as parents together, to say, We do. Okay? So, do you as parents today commit to being first an example to your children? Woo! You're off to a good start. All right. <clears throat> Will you show them what it is to love God with all your heart? mind soul and strength and love your neighbor as yourselves i like that so notice how it said not just teach but show amen as parents that's what we need to do is to show our children by example what it is to follow the royal commandment of loving god and loving children do you commit to loving protecting providing nurturing and sheltering your children. All right, I think we should give them a cheer after each one, what do you reckon? Because it's a big deal. Do you commit to, as stated in the Bible, training up your child or children in the ways of God? Awesome, come on. Do you commit to seeing and treating your children as a blessing and not a hindrance? All the time. Amen. We do. All right. And so let's just pray together as parents, as family, and as a wider family. Let's pray this prayer together, shall we? We thank you, God that our children are a heritage and a reward from you. We thank you, God, for entrusting us with these beautiful children. In Jesus' name. And we, we do this before you, God, firstly. And we do it before our family, our Christian family. And we say, God, help us Walk this way, talk this way, and live your life in Jesus' name. Everyone said? Amen. Amen. So if you wanted to stay there, and uh, can we get um, a really good photo of all of us together, family members, if you want to take this opportunity to get a group. I'd love a great group photo if we can. So. If anyone on our media team is available to do that, we'd really appreciate that. And we're going to invite the band back up now, too, if we can. Beautiful. All good? Let's give them a cheer. (laughs) Praise God for you guys. That's awesome. Bless these little ones. Actually, come back. Come back if you can. Come back. I just want to just lay hands on all the family and just bless you guys. If you can go back in the the line, I just want to pray for you guys. Let's all stretch our hands out. Thank you, God. Bless them, Father. Bless their family. I just declare the Psalms one promise over their family. The promise that as they plant their lives and their their family by the rivers of living water, that everything they put their hand to shall prosper in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. The Psalms one promise over them. I just hear that so strongly. That as they plant, as they continue to plant their lives by the river of living water, everything, in every way, everything they do shall prosper. Their leaf shall not wither in Jesus' name. They'll go from glory to glory as a family in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I just hear that so strongly over you guys too prophetically, just the heart of, as for me and my house, we shall serve the lord and i thank you lord i just pray that over each and every one of them that would be their their passion and their heart that declaration as for me and my house we shall serve the lord and whatever they put their hand to shall prosper in jesus name whatever they put their hand to shall prosper in jesus name strengthen their family god bless them with every spiritual blessing in jesus name not only for the the next generation but the generation after and the generation after And so on in Jesus' name into eternity. We thank you, God. Everyone said, Amen. Glory to God. Thanks for listening to another message from Fire Church Ministries. For more messages like this one, or for other information, check out our website at firechurch.com.au.